that no matter which legal structure is used, creditors always have first claim on the assets if the business fails. However, a corporation, as a legal entity, limits the financial risk of the owners to the amount of capital invested. In other words, stockholders of a corporation are not liable for more than they invest. Charlie forms the corporation under the laws of the state, names it the New Design Chair Company, and selects a few individuals to act as the board of directors until the first annual meeting of stockholders. At that time, a board of directors will be formally elected by the stockholders. The directors decide to issue 250,000 shares of stock, of the 400,000 total possible shares, authorized by the company's founding charter. When the company was organized, this was the number determined to be the most convenient for the company's needs. The 250,000 shares are divided between Charlie and the venture capitalists in proportion to their agreed ownership, determined by the contribution of each. Charlie still owns a meaningful amount because of his importance to the company, his chair patents, and his initial capital. Now it can be said they are indeed stockholders in common. Each stockholder is a part owner in the company, although the extent of ownership depends upon the number of shares held. An individual who holds 50 shares of the total 250,000 shares issued owns one five-thousandth of the entire company, whereas a person who has 10,000 shares owns one twenty-fifth of the company. The remaining 150,000 shares might be issued by the directors at a later date if the company finds it necessary. However, at the present time, the company's ownership is divided into 250,000 pieces. In other words, there are currently 250,000 shares outstanding, of 400,000 shares authorized. The members of the board of directors, including Charlie, are elected by these stockholders to oversee the affairs of the company. Each share outstanding, according to the company's charter, is entitled to an equal vote in the annual election of the directors. The New Design Chair Company is now a private corporation owned solely by its small group of founders. However, later, they might allow the public to participate. If so, stock would be sold to these new investors through the company's Initial Public Offering, or IPO. But first, a track record needs to be established before going public. Most of the initial $2 million has been contributed in the form of equity capital by the venture capitalists. To raise the remaining capital, the company decides to go into debt. If the company were to borrow this money, expecting to repay it in a relatively short period of time, a bank could be approached for a loan. If a longer time period is needed, a few years or more, the company might consider selling bonds. The new design chair company, being a young, unproven business, would probably be unable to issue bonds solely on its word or good name. If it could, bonds of this type would be called debentures. Lenders are usually reluctant to loan money to a new firm without security. Consequently, the new design chair company might be asked to put up some property as collateral. Bonds of this type are often called mortgage bonds. Although the new design chair company would have to pay interest on the money it borrows, present holders would not have to give up ownership, as Charlie did when the new stock was issued for equity capital. 
On the other hand, the lenders, the bondholders, do have first claim on the company's property if the company fails to repay the debt. Such a failure is called a default. The Importance of Profits Why would Charlie and his associates risk their personal savings to build a factory to manufacture the chairs? They could have deposited their money into a bank account rather than investing in the new enterprise. The money would have been safe and the bank would have paid them interest. Why would anybody be willing to risk money, let alone $2 million, to start the new design chair company? The answer is simple. Profits. Charlie and his associates saw an opportunity to make a good profit on each chair manufactured if the company met its business objectives. The stockholders also saw the possibility of increasing their profits in later years if more chairs could be manufactured and sold. In short, Charlie and his associates figured they could achieve a much better return on their money by investing in the new venture rather than receiving interest from the bank. Now time has passed, Charlie's projections were accurate, and the venture has been successful. According to the Statement of Income in its recent annual report to stockholders, the new design chair company sold 100,000 chairs last year, resulting in a net profit, also called earnings, of $260,000, just as Charlie had anticipated. The stockholders of the company are now entitled to divide this money among themselves. Since there are 250,000 shares outstanding, dividing the earnings of $260,000 equally means that for every share held, a stockholder would be entitled to $1.04 per share, $260,000 divided by 250,000 shares. This calculation is called earnings per share. If next year or the year after, the new design chair company increases its production and earns, for example, $500,000. The calculation would be $2 per share, $500,000 divided by 250,000 shares outstanding. Each year, the directors of the company must decide what to do with the earnings. If the company were to distribute to its stockholders part or all of last year's $260,000 earnings, this cash payment would be called a dividend. The size of the dividend declared by the directors each year would most likely be determined by the amount of profits available. However, regardless of the total amount declared, each share would receive an equal dividend. The stockholder owning a greater number of shares would, of course, receive a larger dividend check from the company. The directors of the new design chair company might declare only a small dividend, or maybe none at all. If most or all of the $260,000 net profit is used to increase the size of the factory, hire more people, or add to the company's research program to design better chairs, the stockholders might enjoy higher earnings and bigger dividends in later years without having to invest any additional capital. This growth process is called internal financing. At the board meeting, the directors declare a dividend of $0.26 cents per share, or a total of $65,000, one-fourth of the earnings. In effect, the $0.26 cents per share dividend represents a 25% payout of the $1.04 earnings per share. The remaining $195,000 not paid out will be reinvested back into the business. 
These retained earnings will also enhance the financial condition of the company, expressed by reports that are released to shareholders periodically. Financial Reports The New Design Chair Company, like most companies, will regularly provide financial reports to its shareholders and other people who might be interested, including lenders and potential investors. Financial reports will be discussed in detail later. However, for the purposes of this discussion, in general terms, two important reports are always included in the company's year-end annual report to shareholders. 1. The balance sheet shows what the company owns, what it owes, and the value of the remaining amount, called stockholders' equity, that is, the net worth of the stockholders' ownership, at the end of the year. 2. The statement of income indicates the new design chair company's sales, costs, and profits earned during the year. Obviously, the stockholders will be watching the company's earnings progress closely. As they examine the profitability of the business, they will be asking two basic questions. 1. How much profit was produced by each sales dollar? 2. How much profit was produced by each dollar of stockholders' equity? The typical U.S. company today earns only 7%, or about 7 cents profit after taxes, from each sales dollar. This profit also represents approximately 14 to 15 percent of each dollar of stockholders' equity. Clearly, profits are important to everyone in our economic system. Without profits to spur individual initiative and encourage investment, factories would not be built, people would not be using better products, and many more workers would be looking for employment. The Stock Price once a company's stock has been issued and is outstanding, how is the market price determined?